Welcome to the Business Report. You're on Nova 103.5 and uh, joining us now on the lines, uh, respectively from uh, Johannesburg and uh, Eros International Airport, or Andre, I'm not sure if it qualifies for that particular tag, but uh, is Andre Campion, the Managing Director of Fly Namibia, and Roger Foster, the CEO of Airlink. Welcome to the Business Report, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, Gary, and thanks very much indeed for having us. Thank you. Let's, uh, Roger, perhaps we can just start out um, with a word from you. Uh, we are seeing what uh, looked like initially competitors now collaborating. Um, let's talk a little bit about the motivation bet- between Airlink's collaboration with, with Fly Namibia and, and, and what it actually means. Well, Airlink has a well-established network system uh, comprising 48 destinations around the subregion and we operate 59 routes around the subregion. Um, more specifically, Airlink has emplaced airline operational systems, airline commercial systems, airline financial systems, operating procedures and processes. Uh, and we've also established a comprehensive booking system, which starts off with the inventory hosting system, and then it moves into the computerized reservation system and becomes part of the global distribution system. And uh, we work through the IATA clearinghouses uh, at an international level. And because of that, we've also established alliance relationships with 35 of the world's most revered airlines, which bring customers from source markets all over the world uh, into our subregion and to the destinations that we provide services on. And, you know, how we see our relationship with Fly Namibia is that Airlink is an airline business that operates at and above its critical mass. And that critical mass can be lent, if you wish, to our partner, Fly Namibia, um, our uh, business in which we've ha- we've invested together with um, our other shareholders in Fly Namibia, so that Fly Namibia does not have to reestablish all of those elements whilst primarily, and certainly for the foreseeable future, it is likely to exist at below its critical mass. So it can operate um, generating revenue, uh, leaning on the infrastructure that Airlink has already established as a franchisee of the Airlink system, and we work together in collaboration. Of course, Fly Namibia brings uh, other elements to our network system, uh, domestic destinations within Namibia, and uh, destinations from Namibia to the region uh, that can then join the Airlink Comprehensive Airline Network System. Andre, it's been a real roller coaster the last uh, few years, uh, a meteoric rise in a, in a brand and, and as well as in terms of all new um, business connections. Uh, how does this particular um, collaboration benefit travellers? Of course, there's travellers both incoming to the country from all over the world and then obviously domestic travelers looking to travel both internally and externally. Well, I think if you if you have regard for what Rogers just said, uh, you will understand what this means to travelers. This, this is partnership of ours because we've immediately got access to, to um, the distribution systems, uh, which Airlink has established over many years. Um, and the, the, the travelers immediately have the benefit of, of more Flights, more frequencies, more destinations that's available to them on the 4Z code which we which we fly under. Roger, this is a I wouldn't say this is a unique model. It's uh, but it's certainly a new model for for our sort of um, regional environment. Uh, would you be looking to replicate this model in in other markets in in Africa? 
Yes, we, we see the model firstly as, um, as scalable in the context of Fly Namibia. Uh, we think that Fly Namibia has the propensity propensity to grow into a much bigger entity than it is at the moment. Obviously, uh, it's an infant uh, with, with a great future, uh, a phenomenal horizon. And, you know, I'd like to just pick up um, on, on the, the point that uh, Andre was making and just elaborate and say, you know, how about uh, a customer to the system, the system being the collaboration between Flynamibia and Airlink, being able to jump on an aircraft in Oranjemund or in Luderitz um, and fly through uh, Windhoek um, onto Johannesburg and then Madagascar or Baira uh, or Ndola or Dar es Salaam or wherever within the network. So, I mean, that's firstly what is available to the customer. Um, it's scalable. We think that Fly Namibia is going to get a lot bigger, especially um, as it uh, enters into markets within the region. For example, Vintuk to uh, Victoria Falls, Vintuk to Harare, Vintuk to Lusaka, Vintuk to Luanda, and so on. So it's scalable in that context, but it's also repeatable throughout the region. Um, and you know, we have to be careful about it because we don't want to trip over our feet. Um, and grow too quickly in an unmanageable way. Uh, we have to be responsible in that context. But we also see the region as being a, a huge opportunity. We see that there are many airlines, um, without naming them specifically, in all the countries in the SADC subregion, uh, in particular state-owned enterprise airline businesses, which operate well below their critical mass. And those become candidates for the replication of the model that we are um, so keenly pioneering together with our business partners in Fly Namibia. Andre, Roger was talking a little bit about growth there, and uh, certainly the, uh, the emerging energy boom brings perhaps lots of opportunity for, for interesting um, collaborations there as well. But we have seen Namibia withdrawing from the Wolfus Bay route, uh, but at the same time launching new services to literates. Um, just perhaps give us some background on the thinking of of that sort of route management. You know, the the key to 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 growth and expansion in this industry is connectivity, um, and I think Airlink is, is has clearly demonstrated that in, the, in their model in South Africa, we they they served in the beginning the very small destinations, but they connected those. With the, with the larger carriers. And that's the model that, that, that we want to replicate in Namibia. So as far as Balfour's Bay is concerned, uh, the service from Eros to Balfour's Bay was not commercially viable, and that's why we've terminated it. But I'm, 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 I'm excited to announce to you that, that as from the 29th of October, um, we're going to have a flight that departs from Vatip to Cape Town, and that flight will go to Balfour's Bay, and the same aircraft will go through to Uziakotak and back the same way. So as from the 29th of October, we'll be connecting Balfour's Bay again, but from Oziakotaku, um, and thereby offering connectivity to, to all the, the, the flights inbound to, to Oziakotaku. Um, as far as our other expansions plans are concerned, um, we're launching Luanda very soon. As a matter of fact, our team will be in, in Luanda next week to finalize arrangements there. Um, Man and and Big Falls will be done as from April next year, um, and then we want to grow organically. Rogers just alluded to the fact that one can trip over your own feet if you try to grow too fast in this in this industry. Um, we're evaluating all opportunities that present themselves, and and as far as we can can viably and sustainably 
uh, big on new routes, we will do so. Roger, I'm also interested. It's been a it's been a wild ride for the last four years for Airlink as well. Um, obviously, shutdowns changed the entire world of travel. Um, SAA's demise created a, a whole new opportunity for Airlink, which it seems like you're grabbing with both hands at the moment. Uh, and yet, you warn about the risk of growing too quickly, which is, of course, natural in in any industry, but certainly in yours, where capital expenditure is enormous, and then logistics is a huge part of it. But perhaps just give us a sense of where you think Airlink is going over the next five to 10 years. What is your vision for that? You know, we talk about um, organic growth. We talk about strategic growth. And, um, you know, the one thing that we can be very proud of is the the uh, the scale of the network uh, that we have been able to entrench ourselves on um, over a relatively short period of time, bearing in mind that in 2019, we were ourselves a franchisee with the South African Airways system. But yes, you're correct. We have um, seized the opportunity, carpe diem, as it were. And uh, the two opportunities that presented is one for us to stand completely independently, and that we have done. And two, um, with the onset of the lockdowns caused by COVID, it gave us the opportunity for introspection and the uh, identification of Airlink in its repurposed role as an independent airline. Uh, and the the result of that is the comprehensive airline network system that we operate today, as I indicated earlier on, 48 points of the network system, 59 routes that we operate. But we've also been able to grow the business responsibly uh, into a fleet of Embraer regional jets now, which numbers more than 64, and operate 85,000 flights per annum. Uh, we're extremely proud of that, of course. Uh, one of the key elements to it is robustness and reliability and on-time performance. And, you know, when one grows at that kind of pace, uh, we've more than doubled the size of the business over the last three years. Uh, one has to be sure that um, you have the operating protocols in place to uh, make sure that you are sustainable in every dimension of the business, uh, operationally and commercially and especially financially. And those are the areas that we've concentrated on. We've looked at the people in the business and we've looked at uh, protection of the balance sheet because everything pivots on that at the end of the day. So to answer your question about where we are, that's what we've done. Where we're going to is there are more strategic opportunities, in other words, new points to the network system, uh, and there are organic opportunities for us to grow frequencies and capacity in markets where we have become well-received, and uh, the Namibian markets uh, are, are top of the list from our perspective. Uh, there are others as well, Zimbabwe. Uh, you know, Airlink has been well-received in Zimbabwe as well. And so we wish to continue doing that and um, who knows, the collaborations that we have uh, with the world's most revered partners, where we now have five co-chairs and 30 interline partnerships, um, we expect that some things will happen out of that. And, and who knows what they are, you know, getting strategically closer with some of our partners is definitely something which is on the cards. That will enable us to become uh, more entrenched in some of the trunk routes where we underperform at the moment in terms of we don't offer enough frequencies. We intend doing exactly that. But we also intend continuing um, the relationship with Fly Namibia, enabling Fly Namibia to grow into its full potential. And who knows, as we spoke earlier on, 
there is the possibility of replicating that model elsewhere within the sub-region, and that's something that we would pursue. We certainly don't have aspirations of becoming Pan-African, um, but we are mindful of the opportunities that exist in West Africa, and those could even be collaborations between ourselves and Fly Namibia in order to tap into some of those opportunities. All right, gents, we're nearly out of time, but I am curious to ask you both a question, and Andre, I'll ask you to perhaps have a, a first crack at answering it. The proof of the pudding is always in the eating. It's been a couple of months, um, nearly half a year of, of operating as a, as a collaborated unit. Andre, we've seen some, some big shifts and changes, for example, your online booking system going on to a new system recently. Uh, perhaps you can just tell us, have you noticed, uh, what, what are the results of this collaboration to date for, for yourself, both in terms of traveler patterns as well as uh, behaviors? Well, I think from flying Namibia side, we've seen two things. We've we've seen a dramatic increase in the number of passengers that that book on us, um, and we've seen a dramatic increase in where those passengers come from. You know, traditionally we had South African and and Namibian based passengers flying up and down and making use of our service. We've suddenly got huge numbers of passengers booking on us from all over the world. Um, on on on, a, on the last flight out of Cape Town, there was a a group that was booked by Delta Airlines um, from America and they got off Delta straight onto us. So I think those were the, the immediate um, changes which were very visible and which obviously um, is proof of the success of, of this collaboration with heading to us. Roger, I'll just note as well, we've seen the launch of the Skybox program. Um, uh, loyalty programs by their very nature bring some inherent risk as well as uh, as reward. What changes have you seen in the patterns of uh, passengers as a result of this collaboration? Um, I just carry on elaborating on the economic opportunity that exists in Namibia. And, you know, we talk about oil and gas and we talk about green hydrogen. We talk about continuation of the mining activity. You know, we, we see a, a bright horizon for Namibia generally. And, um, you know, Andres just shared an example of customers coming on Delta. Uh, the one point that I want to elaborate on is the source markets for destinations within Namibia and the region um, are not limited to South Africa. Uh, and they're also not limited to Germany. We see, you know, uh, uh, Eurowings Discover um, operating double daily between Frankfurt and um, and Windhoek. And I think that that's wonderful. But the customers coming from all over the world and the source markets all over the world into Namibia. And I think that's very important because we have access to those source markets through the relationships that we have. As regards the loyalty program, um, it's gaining traction nicely. We're very impressed with the developments on that so far. Um, and there is much more to come. You know, collaborations between our loyalty system, which uh, Fly Namibia participates in as well, um, with other loyalty programs, like, for example, the lifestyle programs, uh, the uh, uh, healthcare programs and the banking programs. Um, but there's more to come. We expect that in due course, there will be collaboration with other prominent uh, throughout the world, significant loyalty programs that are airline related. And in turn, they have relationships with non-airline related loyalty activity. So, you know, the, we, we're at the very beginning, we're at the, the tip of the iceberg at the moment, and there's a lot more to come. Very exciting development, uh, growth and development, both for Fly Namibia and Airlink within the sub-region. Gentlemen, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you very much. May there be updrafts and tailwinds uh, over the next couple of years for uh, the, both the collaboration and both of your individual airlines. 
That's Andre Campion, the Managing Director of Fly Namibia, and Roger Foster, the CEO of Airlink, talking to us about uh, a relatively recent uh, development in the airline industry, a collaboration between Fly Namibia and Airlink, and uh, the resultant changes in consumer behaviour.